Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Woo, it's Friday night at summertime. Here we are, Friday night panel. My court four. Grand boys in the house. We've got the Friday <laughs> panel rocking and rolling. You can see all of our guests lined up. We're oh, ready yeah. to talk about the fights of the night. <laughs> Once definitely, again. Definitely, definitely. Talking about the fights. We got lots of fights this weekend. Uh starting we off with tonight. Tonight we have Barboza versus Zorilla. Uh this one's about to get underway starting at 9 p.m. Uh Southern California, 140 pound standout, Arnold Barboza Jr. Wanted the main event spotlight, and he's getting that opportunity to shine when he takes on Puerto Rican contender Danielito El Zorro Zarilla in a 10-rounder junior welterweight showdown tonight, guys. So be on the lookout for this one. Tokyo 2020 U.S. Olympic silver medalist Keyshawn Davis and Richard Torres Jr. will return on the card with Davis battling Jer Casir Valetira in an eight-round lightweight co-feature. Torres will open the televised broadcast in a six-round heavyweight special attraction versus Roberto Zelva Jr. Um, this one, I can't wait, man. Uh, the, you know, Barboza, 26-0, 10 knockouts from South El Monte, California, uh, is a nine-year pro who is closing in on a world title shot following a series of headline-grabbing victories in April of 2019. He knocked out former world champion Mike Alverdo in three rounds, um, a resounding Los Angeles homecoming that solidified him as a top contender. Barboza has won five belts since, securing one-sided victories over Ricky Sismundo, William Silva, Tony Lewis, Alex Cicito, and Antonio Moran. Uh, you know, he comes back following an 11-month layoff, the second longest of his career. He's ranked number eight by the WBO, number 11 by the WBC. Barboza hopes um, to to win this with a dominating win over his unbeaten foe. And, you know, we'll, we, you know, it'll earn him that long time awaited title opportunity. Then you got Zarilla, man, who's, you know, unbeaten as well. He's 16 and 0, 12 knockouts. He is a native of Toa Baja, Puerto Rico. Uh, you know, he had more than a hundred victories before turning pro uh, with a second round knockout in November of 2016. The 28 year old is ranked number 10 by the WBO at 140. Uh, has Dice through his opposition in the paid ranks with 11 knockouts in three rounds or less. He went 2-0 in 2021, edging past Ruslan Madeyev in March and knocking out former interim world champion Pablo Cesar Cano in two rounds in September. Uh, Renaissance man who has an associate degree in banking and cuts hair out of his home-based barbershop, Zarilla can cut past the line of contenders with a victory over Barboza tonight. Guys, be on the lookout for this one. Then our man, Davis, Keyshawn, 5-0, four knockouts. The fighting prodigy from Norfolk, Virginia, has been on a whirlwind ride to stardom over the past year. Plus, in February 2021, he turned pro on a Canelo Alvarez undercard in Miami, fought on another Canelo card at AT&T Stadium in Texas, 
earned his Olympic silver medal, signed a multi-year promotional contract with Top Rank, and made his Top Rank debut in December with a second-round knockout at Madison Square Garden. He fought April 30th on Oscar Valdez, Shakur Stevenson card at MGM Grand, uh, knocking out Mexican veteran Esteban Sanchez in six rounds, and then Valerita, who's 16 and one with eight knockouts from Leon, Mexico, is a four-year pro who previously held the WBC Latino lightweight title last August. He suffered an upset knockout loss against Alberto Ruiz Ibera. Uh, three months later, he got back onto that winning track with a convincing 10-round decision over Argentina's Javier, Javier Jose Calervo. So, guys, this is a good card on tonight. Make sure you want to watch this one. You know, we got Richard Torres, Back in action, you know, another Olympic Olympic medalist here, man. Definitely one to watch out for. He came out with that wonderful debut, uh, you know, in his first fight. Knocked the guy out real quick. Real deal. I'm super excited for this one. Graham, what, what, are, what are you feeling about these fights, man? Uh, you know what I really like about these fights is the uh, the Puerto Rican versus Mexican standoff. that always seems to be apparent when you, when you talk about these Latin American fighters going up against each other. You can't avoid it. You can't escape it. Uh, these guys obviously don't like each other. I don't know why, but uh, it, it, I don't know. It's kind of like uh, when we talk about the uh, the American heavyweights versus the British heavyweights or the Canadians versus the... Anyway, uh, yeah. that, that's what I do like about these Latin American fights is, is the rivalries that exist between the two nationalities, specifically yeah. the Puerto Ricans specifically the Mexicans. I'm sure there's others in the mix, but I'm just saying, like, whenever I hear these cards and, and I look at the lineups and I go, wow, that's going to be a great fight. That's going to be a great fight. Why? Because this this nationalistic hatred uh, that, that, that fuels their passion, that fuels their intensity, and uh, and we as the fans get to really enjoy something, uh, you know, at a real honest level. Definitely. Definitely. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, also on this card, guys, look out for Stephen, uh, sorry, Stephen Shaw. We profiled him this week. Also, Floyd Diaz is on the card. Austin Brooks, both these guys, you know, young, hungry, undefeated man, sporting these 5-0, 6-0 record, looking to stay undefeated. So, you know, the undercard is going to be lined up with lots of action. Definitely great fight to watch tonight. So, guys, make sure you set your clocks, man. 9 p.m. This one kicks underway. Then... We're moving on to tomorrow. We got some great fights uh, for tomorrow. I'm, I'm super excited for this one. We got the Garcia and Fortuna, and we got the Shiraz and Torres cards. Uh, before you get, before, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you see the quote from Garcia about eating his heart? Hey, no, he I did not. Please tell me this. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen it. In, in brief, I'll paraphrase. I'm going to knock him out and eat his heart. <laughs> almost almost a, a recall of Mike Tyson's I'm going to eat his children <laughs> so, and then he ends up so, his ear so, so yeah so so going back going back to like shall we say rivalries bitter hatreds I mean obviously Garcia Fortuna do not like each other and I'm looking forward to this one big time me too me too uh before we get to watch that one though we gotta uh we gotta touch on the Hamza Shiraz returns to the ring that's right, London that's right. Yeah. Superbox Arena on the night that includes a British title double feature, both Lennox Clark and Nick Ball. Uh, Shiraz, you know, he's 15-0, 11 knockouts, continues his quest at middleweight with the defense of his WBC international silver title. Uh, one last time out via defeat 
against G. Smith, against Argentinian Francisco Emmanuel Torres, who's 17-3-1 with five KOs over 10 rounds. This one's going to be great, man. Then we got Lennox Clark, 20-1 and one, and one with eight knockouts, makes his first defense of his British and Commonwealth middleweight titles against another big banger in Oldham's Mark Heffron, who is 27-2-1 with 21 KOs in what is certain to be a mighty collision with the IBF Intercontinental Championship belt also on the line. Then we also have the WBC, sorry, WBC Silver Featherweight Championship is up for grabs here. Nick Ball, Nathaniel Kakalolo. Kakalo, uh, this one's going to be, this one's going to be great, man. 12, three minute rounds at 126 for the WBC Silver Featherweight Championship. Then we got Dennis McCann taking on James Beach Jr. for the vacant Dennis WBC. the Menace. <laughs> yes, Dennis the Menace McCann, yes. The vacant WBC International Silver Featherweight Championship up for grabs. Ten three-minute rounds at 124. Going to be a good one, good one yeah. man. Also, we got... Super featherweight contest, Ryan Garner taking on Christian Lopez Torres. We also got Pierce O'Leary profiled him this week in the super light contest, taking on Robin Zamora. And then we also have uh, another light heavy contest, Carol Atuma taking on Michael Gazdik. Uh, then we also have Masood Abdallah taking on T uh, Tinko ben <laughs> Benabakov. That was a hard one to do there. Uh, definitely some great action on this card. Uh, so this one starts 2 p.m., I believe, Eastern Standard Time for us. So, yeah, be on the lookout for this one to, 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 to be exciting, actually. I'm, I'm super excited for this one. And that's 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I forget who the promoter is on that one. Who, who's the promoter? The promoter is – It's not second. top. It's not top. Uh, it's, it's, the promoter is Frank Warren, Queensberry Promotions. Uh, you can see that on United Kingdom BT Sports. Definitely great one, man. Lennox Clark, Lennox Clark, Mark Heffron, headlining this one. You know, we got a bunch of titles up for grabs. A lot of great up-and-coming, uh, you know, fighters on this one, man. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited to see this one. Umar Khan, Carol Ituma, Masood Abdullah, Pierce O'Leary, Ryan Garner, all these guys undefeated, looking to stay undefeated. So, guys, be on, be on point, man, and definitely – Tune in to watch this one out of the UK, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, guys. Now, Graham, we can start talking about the one that you're, you're I guess you're super excited for, which would be uh, the Garcia and Fortuna. Yes. Definitely, yes. definitely a great card, guys. Love to see Ryan get back in the ring, man. He's 22-0, 18 knockouts of Victoriaville, California, will make his second appearance of the year facing former two-time world champion Javier Fortuna, who is 37-3-1 with 27 knockouts. The 12-round lightweight fight will take place on Saturday, July 16th and will stream live worldwide exclusively on DAZN. This is going to be a very exciting fight. I know it didn't take place last year like originally announced, but I hope that this time it will be real so that we can see this great show, man. I, I, I can't wait. Can't wait. Get this one under the, you know, Get this one on the go. Definitely a great card. Some great undercard fighters on here, man. We got Alex, 
We got Alex. Sorry, 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 sorry. Just for my viewers' sake, I yes. had it reversed. It's Fortuna who yes. said he's going to eat Garcia's heart. Sorry. Oh, so, okay. Apol apologies to Ryan Garcia there. Uh, <laughs> have you, have you, I'm just, I'm just looking at it now because one, one of our fans oh, sent God. it to me, I'm sitting there going, oops. Yo. Hey, there he is. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah. What's going on, James? All right, cool. All right. I was about to go over to my phone and it just came <laughs> in. All right. Excellent. We're touching on the Garcia Fortuna card, man, tomorrow night. Yeah, I was listening. I, I was listening to everything. I couldn't hear, but I, I couldn't get on just yet. But yeah, definitely. Excellent. This is going to be a good one, man. I'm, I can't wait to see this one. You know, uh, Ring Magazine has said Javier Fortuna is a dangerous lightweight contender with a lot to prove on this one, man. You know, the 33 year old Southpaw is a former two time world champ who previously held the WBA Interim Featherweight World Championship and the WBA uh, Super Featherweight World Championship. Fortuna was last seen in a spectacular first round stoppage of Rafael. Hernandez in Santa Domingo uh, this past February, and we'll be looking to have another spectacular performance when he faces Ryan Garcia tomorrow night, man. This one is a 12-rounder. So this is tomorrow, right? Yeah, this one's tomorrow, 9 p.m. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was, I was checking it out. I seen it come through on dance, and I was like, Not okay. I, I was busy. I didn't look at it too quickly. But uh, tomorrow night, yeah, I think it's going to be great for uh, Ryan Garcia. He's got to get back in there. Uh, you know he he has to he has to shine. So this yeah. is great, and um, he's got to build that fight if he wants that that payday. Exactly. So I, I know you know whether he's going up against Devin or he's going to go up against Tank. He wants to keep his uh, credentials good so he can make that payday, man. So yeah. it's it, I like to see him come out here and get a quick win, quick. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's what I like to see. I'd like to see him come in, get the quick win, get it over with, and you know, uh, start prepping to uh, to fight one of these, uh, you know, one of these elites. And uh, yeah, you know, because that's, because you know the confidence is there. That's all you. That's all he's fighting for is his confidence. And it gets confidence strong, and then all right, let's let's start making some noise because he had to take a setback a little bit, and that's all right. All right, we're done with that. We moved on from that. So. Stay busy and win impressively. That's yeah. what's going to do it for him, and and be consistent about it. Definitely, that sounds like a title of a book. That's, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to read. Stay busy and win impressively. There's a lot of knowledge in that book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also on this card, man, uh, be on the lookout for the Lamont Roach versus uh, Angel Rodriguez fight. Uh, this one should uh, this one should impress, man. You know Lamont Roach, super feather, twenty-two, one and one, taking on Angel Rodriguez, who's twenty-one and zero. Oh. And uh, honestly, uh, this one should be a good one, man. I've followed Lamont Roach. The guy's a very talented fighter, man. Uh, also, Oscar uh, Colazzo, who's four and zero, oh, taking on Victor Slaughter. Uh, who's 21, 5 and 0. So this is definitely a step up fight for Oscar. So you know what? You know he's gonna come to win this one. And that is in the minimum weight. So uh, you know, these small guys, man, they can really uh they can really fly and throw a million punches around. So definitely gonna be an exciting fight. And then you know, Alexis Roca uh is fighting for the vacant WBO NABO welter title against Luis Alberto Vernon. Who uh, is sporting a record right now of nineteen four and two? Uh, yeah, this one I can't wait. That's gonna be it's gonna be great. 
Can't wait to see this one get underway. This one starts 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, guys. You'll be able to see that uh, on the zone as well. Well, you know what? I tell you what. Um, and I had somebody talk to me about this t- earlier today about the little guys. I had a fighter. He weighed about uh, 129. He was like, are you guys going to do that with celebrity making of a champion? Uh, boxing reality show and I was like well you know that's he made a great point I was like well I don't know I know we're gonna do you know as as we go as we grow and as we grow um I wouldn't see why not because I want to push for that because these young I mean these 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 little weight classes it gives you what boxing needs what boxing like to see that's why the women is so is, is so interesting because they come out there and fight. They only got to do, what, two minutes? They're doing four rounds. You know that fighters don't warm up until after four rounds anyway. So <laughs> the way the pace is, and now, so the, the way boxing is being fought right now, the pace is about to change a little bit. And yeah. it's about to pick up. It's about to be a little faster. And what I mean by being a little faster, I mean like, okay, yeah, you know, you if you do – in this pro tournament, celebrity making of a champion in boxing, all right, they, they might do four four rounds or five rounds. You know what I'm saying? And it might be three minutes. This is fast-paced uh, yeah. pro boxing. And it's not easy. You have to be a special individual to be able to come in here and, and, and dominate that because it's, yeah. it's a whole new different mindset. You know what I mean? Of the way you have to fight now. Yeah. Because amateur fighting is like that. So anybody, so, so it should eliminate, right? What I'm saying is that it should eliminate uh, the amateur syndrome where, oh, yeah. this guy, he was a great amateur, but when he transitioned to pro, he sucked and he lost <laughs> his career. He just couldn't adapt. Yeah. Not nowadays. Now, not what we thought to go into nowadays will be a little more different. It's gonna be it's gonna be way a little more different because you're gonna to have to, you know, the way these ways the way the rounds are going, the way everything's going, you're gonna to have to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. So it so it should go after two rounds, fighters getting ready to fight. Honestly, hey, if, yeah. hey can I can I interject for just re, great point, James? Listen, uh, two, two two great examples this past week. Uh, boxer B O X X E R out of the uh, UK, I believe. Uh, put on a tournament every year to determine, if you will, those guys who are ready to graduate from the amateur to the pro ranks. And oh, cool. out of that's that, nice. ter- uh, yeah, and and that's very similar to what you're talking about in in terms of like fast paced. You know, there's no time for mistakes, if you will, and only the cream rises to the top. But also in a, in Mexico, uh, they have what's it called the the B B B W C S. I can't remember what it's called exactly, but down in Sonora, Mexico, they have an exact same challenge where every single, uh, I believe it's every single month, they put on a tournament uh, to determine who is the bo- uh, best uh, boxer at. Uh, so we're, we're typically always talking about the cruiserweights, the heavyweights, the light heavyweights. But these guys are talking about the featherweights, the lightweights. And uh, these guys are equally as exciting, equally as great punchers, uh, as quite frankly, the Filipinos has taught us, like, you know, so what you're saying is absolutely correct, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's absolutely needed in boxing today to prove to the boxing yeah, it's fans. Balance. It's, it's balance. We need that balance. 
you yeah, know yeah you, absolutely you get that bounce and the 80s had that bounce a little bit because they did uh debut there you know you got to see jeff chandler the bantam weights you got to see these guys fight you know what i mean because these guys are exciting they throw 100 pounds of, i mean 100 uh 100 100 hands a 100 hands a minute yeah. and they doing it for long periods of time and and and, and it's not it's not a dull moment it's no chess no. match you go in yeah, there no, exactly. and you see you see you see the art of boxing for what is for, for like Mike Tyson was to show you the way he did his combinations, the way he did everything, you see all these all these come together. Same thing with the lightweights, you see that in the fight. You know, that it's not just Mike Tyson doing it, but the, mm -hmm. the opponent's he running it back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you see, you get to see the real art of boxing when you're able to come out here and you're able to do a hundred hundred punches around. You know, 200 pounds a round. That's ridiculous. What if, what if a middleweight was doing 200 pounds, 200 punches a round? What if a heavyweight would do that? He, You couldn't beat the guy. He's going to outbeat you eventually, either on points or you're going to get tired. One or two. But this guy trained that way, and that's the only way you could. it happens because it could be done. That's a, you know what? That's why I, I find that small weight super exciting, man, is that volume punching. Like You want to yeah. see, see great great technical boxing and you want to see a thousand punches combined uh, between two fighters. You definitely want to watch these small guys because they're going to go out there. They're going to pump out, you know, five, 600, 700 shots each for their fight. And it's crazy because, you know, out of that, they're still hitting, you know, 25 to say 45% of landing. So, you know, they're landing half of what they're throwing. So these yeah, guys, and you get to see how it's done, and you get to see how it's done well. Yes, at a yeah, fast yeah. pace. How you throw those combinations? How you put those combinations? You really get to see the combinations at work. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's great to see. I love to see a fight. When I watch a fight, uh, I like to see a knockout that comes not by somebody just hit him one time. I want to see that combo. Boop boop bat boop boop bang. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like that because to me, that's like, yo, that that's how you that's how you get the job done. Yeah, you want you want to see you want to see him finish a guy where you know he's been knocked out and woken up twice before he hits the mat. Yeah. <laughs> knock him out, wake him up, knock him out again. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want to see. You want to yeah. see those ones. Me too, man. I love yeah. that. It's great. That's see, that's what that's skill. what everybody loved about Mike Tyson. When he, Mike Tyson come in, he throw those combos, boop, 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 back. What? Yeah. Dude is done. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the funny part about everything is that if you do it correctly, that's what will happen. Yes. So you teaching you teaching all these people that don't really know too much about boxing, or some of them think they know everything about boxing. Or oh, that shit don't work. Or oh, it don't work. Really? Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Th this stuff works. You know, for the for the, for those young kids out there that's watching that. Don't think that this stuff. Hey, if you put it, if you can see it, and you can and you can work it, dog. That's going. That what is what's going to happen. Like Mike, you put those punches together. That's old school custom model, and yeah. I, I. That's where I come from. So, uh, I love to see it when it goes down like that. Love it. I love it. Yeah. I just makes me love boxing even more. And to know that that's the realism. Realism in boxing is how you've been trained. Definitely. So, there, if you want to see Mike, 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 one sec. Yeah, I just want to touch on. Uh, 
So th- there was a great quote out of uh, Don Nietes, the uh, the Filipino boxer who went against the Japanese uh, boxer Aoka this week, and, and he lost. Nietes lost. But what he said was, he said, uh, I would have rather have gotten in closer and, and been able to land more punches, but I wasn't able to get in close enough. So it's interesting that, uh, you know, here, here's a boxer who's fully prepared to get in there and go toe-to-toe, uh, but he met a defense he wasn't quite prepared for. So, so th- there's a good example. If you, and it wasn't, it wasn't uh, you know, it might have been featherweight. But the point of the matter is, is, like, uh, these guys know how to box. And, and these are fans out here who, who need to appreciate this, too. I mean, it's not just bam, 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 bam one after the other. I mean, there are ways to technically avoid being hit. And uh, I, I think uh, Canelo Alvarez may be the perfect example. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> one of the examples. Definitely one of the examples of not being hit, for sure. Okay, I got one question to ask you, Mike. Yeah. I and one question to ask you. Why are they putting your boy Tim Zhu against child uh, against Chalo right now? Tim yeah. Zhu is not ready for this fight. No, I know this. I know this. No, he's not ready yet, man. He's not um, ready for that, man. He, I, I mean, I, he is. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. Honestly, I I, I believe that he needs. He definitely needs more, more exposure. Uh, you know, he hasn't he hasn't fought too many times. Um, right, but it's hard to get. Oh, you need that? Nah, this is for the money because exposure. Come on, man. See, the thing is, is that he's he's only wait, so. Wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec, Mike, 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 wait, wait a sec. Yeah, James. A year ago, a year ago, we exposed the Charlo brothers. Remember, remember, Mike. Yeah, nobody I, I really, know, know, nobody, think, nobody really yeah. knew about them. Nobody really knew about them. Now all of a sudden they're on the scene and challenging uh, the Australian champion. Give me a break. I mean, of course Tim, of course Tim's going to take this fight. Why would he turn it down? Well, I, I know that, but listen, but the Chalo is a little bit too more too slick for him. I, I don't. So I don't have to catch Chalo with some power. If he could catch Chalo with some power, then. Then okay, but if Chalo boxed this boy and used his skills like he's supposed to, because he's a way he's a way better fighter than than Tim, hands down. You know what I'm saying? But his style might not be, but his 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 intellect, he knows. He I mean, this this is an easy fight for him. The way I look at it, I don't think Tim is ready for that. Tim keeps he 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 does too many mistakes, but he's got a good power though. If he if he mess around and catch Chalo. He won't survive. I guarantee you that. That's how that fight's gonna go. Watch what I'm telling you. Honestly, what do you think? What do you think, Mike? Tim Tim's only had one fight outside of his country, and that was his last one against Terrell. Uh, was it uh, Gausha? Gausha, uh, I think it is. And that one went 12 rounds. Like that was a unanimous decision win. But you know, who is this yeah, guy? He got knocked down in that fight. Didn't he get knocked down in that fight? No, he, he, he went down. He went down in that fight, too. Yeah, why did he go down? He, got, he made a lot of mistakes. Man, so... Honestly, I think I think for Tim, you know, yeah, sure, come over here, uh, you know, fight, fight, fight internationally, fight, you know, in America, fight in the UK, you know, fight all over the world, but, you know, get some warm-up competition before you start trying to, you know, challenge champions. You're right. You, 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 you are right, Mike. Mike, oh, that's wait, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. I just noticed, I just know it's not until January 2023 
Yeah, that's what about. Yeah, all right. Well, okay. It's still, still months got a lot of time to prepare for this fight. <laughs> you want to roll the dice on him? Hey, to me, he's not ready for that. I'm just saying, he's not ready for that. It's like it's like Davy Moore fighting Roberto Duran, dog. It's like Jake Paul fighting uh uh, uh Iran uh Iran Junior, man. You know what I'm saying? That that's what that's he's like. going after Rockman. Yeah, you know we got a question. Got, we got I a question. Mean, from one I know of Jake our Paul. Jake Paul got, got something from one of our viewers that just came in. Can heavyweight boxing be popular like NFL and NBA or baseball in America if it was pushed properly? Hell yeah! Hell yeah. The answer is yes. I mean, take take a, take a look at the Muhammad Ali days when ninety million people oh, yeah. around the world yeah. would watch on television for free. They would know. The fans would know who was the heavyweight champion of the world. Period. Back in those yeah. days. So if you put if you put boxing back on a platform where it's available to the public, where the public exposed to it and promoted to the public properly, not to zone. Oh, we're going to show it to a hundred thousand people. Therefore, a hundred thousand people are going to know the heavy. No. If you put it on television, back where it belongs. Absolutely, is the answer to that question. Absolutely. Yeah, I believe so too, man. I believe, yes, it can be if it's pushed properly, if it's marketed the right way. Yes, it will gain its popularity once again in America for sure. Uh, I think I think the the MMA days have uh, have you know run its course, and you know everybody jumping over to just watch that boxing has repopularized itself, and you know with the help of you know people like Conor McGregor jumping in the boxing ring to uh, you know try that out for a bit. Definitely, uh, they're trying to regain popularity in in the u.s and i think it's working and then now with you know the youtubers taking a liking to this uh it's you know it's put it out to a whole different generation of fans so yeah it's definitely getting marketed right it is being pushed properly and yes it's going to be super popular in the u.s in the future for sure it's already gaining popularity uh, now. absolutely oh, well, and I just, let, I let, let, oh, sorry sorry james let me add, let me add one quick factor to what mike was saying so yeah, but we've got we've got the historic platform of boxing in its classic form, okay, which is appreciated for what it is, the sweet science, okay. But we now have the Jake Pauls of the world migrating it to a brand new audience. But more than that, we have women who are coming out of their fitness classes wanting to enter the ring, and these gals are putting on forms. I saw I, I hate to say it, but I saw some some bare knuckle boxing the other day. Featuring women that knocked my socks off. I could not believe. <laughs> hey, hey, these I watch the same thing you watch it. I watch it the same thing you watch it. I see the same thing, and uh, it, it, it's it's crazy how how that's why I'm saying that you know the pace of boxing and and the things things that's going on with boxing right now. Uh, women in the transition game right now in boxing, and it's great. Yep. And and I I, I give um, you know I give praise to. Jake Paul and uh, and I knew what I knew what he was doing from day one. Uh, it's just like when you bring up a fighter. When you first bring up a fighter, he's got to fight those uh, tomato cans, and then he, he then he gets past the tomato cans. He's got to fight the journeyman. Then he gets past the journeyman. Now he's in limelight a little bit. Now he can start, you know, seeing who he can, you know, who he can make money with. You know, so. Uh, Jake Paul did the same thing. He came out there. He fought a lot of bums. Yeah, who cares? But that's what you're supposed to do. 
Now he's in, he'd have made progress on his own terms, made progress. Now he say, okay, uh, I want to fight for, you know, a title. I want to see if I really can do this. Because that's what he was trying to do. His goal is to prove to people that he can become a fighter, a real fighter. Mm -hmm. So I thought, I thought maybe, you know, he went after Rockman. I was like, okay, that's kind of risky, but maybe you know something that I don't. Maybe you, because you've been training or doing whatever you're doing to keep, stay tight. Okay, you pick this. He's type. got the money to buy the best okay, trainers. Because if he wins this fight, if he wins this fight, it's going to be all, it's, it, 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 he's going to blow up. He's going to go ahead. He's going to fight for that championship. He's going to succeed. Watch what I'm telling you. <laughs> And he's going to do it. He's going to prove everybody wrong. He's like, look, but he really, but he didn't do anything that's surprising to anybody that knows the boxing world. He, mm -hmm. I mean, in order to become a real fighter, that's what you do. They did yep. it to Mike Tyson. They, they, they grew Mike Tyson like that. That's how you grow your fighter. And Jake Paul yep. just grew himself the way he wanted to do it. But he was serious about it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's what I, I think, everybody did. Think... It looked like it was all clown and it's all playing games. But Jake, he was right. real about this shit. And that's what he's trying to tell you guys, that he's real about what he's trying to do. And I can see that from a mile away. And I got to give him props on that. Definitely. We have, another, we have another question come in. Do you think adding cheerleaders in boxing would be a good idea? We have ring girls. So don't we already have that? Um, that's well, that's cheerleaders, right? Yeah, that's they what I'd say. I see the ring they, they got ring cards. <laughs> that's their pom-poms, the ring card. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Sorry, what, what was what was the actual question? Uh, do you think adding cheerleaders in boxing would be a good idea? No. 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 Who asked that? We, like I said, we got the ring card girls, and those are cheerleaders. They just don't have pom-poms. They got ring cards. We don't need. We don't need you know, you, you, you know who we have? We have guys like Eddie Hearn. <laughs> There's a cheerleader. <laughs> oh, you guys are bad for that, yo. But ah. I gotta say one thing. I got. I gotta say one thing to Cedric. Uh, Cedric Sports Training. Yeah. Um. You know. I. I. I agree with him. Charlo beats to do because he has more experience. That's what Cedric's saying. I believe yeah. the same. Uh, I think. I think honestly, Tim should have. Uh, Definitely, uh, you know, test the waters with some other. He's selling out. He's being an opponent. He's gonna be opponent. You know, say so with a name like that, you're not you're not supposed to set yourself up to be opponent unless you're coming to win. Unless you're gonna win this shit. So we're gonna find out how you approached it. If you get knocked out early rounds, oh man, okay, it happens. Yeah, but ninety nine percent of the chance you just took that fight just because you want to be that opponent. Yeah. You know, you got paid that way. You know, you I mean, because that that's a perfect opponent for Chalo. Definitely, we, definitely a perfect listen, opponent for Chalo. Here's the reality: we 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 at Talk and Fight really like Charlo Brothers, okay? Without a doubt, we promoted them since day one when no one believed in them, okay? And they were just badass Southern boys. But at the end of the day, okay, this fight with with Tim Zoo, he's that's not taking place. Seven months from now, seven months, seven months. Fact, there's going to be a lot of preparation involved in that fight. So, so I, I'm not, I'm not confident in saying Charlo's going to win. As much as I like him, and you know I do, Mike. As much as I like him, in seven months' time, does Tim have a chance? Absolutely. Well, that remains to be seen, and it's all good. 
Uh, I just, I mean, I ain't get, I can't say that it, it can't happen because anything is possible. He's gonna have uh, to study but, a but lot. If goes, but if, it, but if if Kasuzu get in trouble, it's gonna be tough, man. You know what I mean? I like Kasuzu myself. I just think he's just taking this. I think he's moving a little too fast on this one. So that's my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I hear you. Know, you know, but like you said, my he got a chance. You know, he got a chance. He's just gonna have to watch a lot. He has, he has a great a chance. He has a great chance, and if he comes in like he's supposed to. And he used these seven months wisely, and he fixed some some of those mistakes. Yeah, hey, you know, anything can happen, man. You we, know, we have, we have another question. Happen. We have another question. Do you think that they should add golden trophy to boxing, just like NFL and NBA, to make things more interesting? No, there's already too much damn awards to win in boxing. We got to get rid of them. Let's have just one belt. How about that? Let's just have one. Not not like. Like how many we got now? There's there's what four six. or five belts, six. That's that's the major sanctioning bodies. Then you got you know your regionals, your provincials, your state, your freaking like. There's already yeah, enough. But, what, 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 but for what fans got to understand too is that every belt that you have, the fighter got to pay like you know WBC money. worth three hundred thousand. Yeah, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. He got to pay a lot of money. You see a champion running around with all them belts. He got to pay a lot of money for them belts. <laughs> he's paying we'll every sanctioning body, every single sanctioning body, every time they want to fight for the title, sanctioning body gets paid every yeah. single time by both opponents, yeah. by both. So, yeah, man, no, we don't. I don't think we need any more kind of trophies or anything. The trophy you want is the green one. That's what everybody wants. That's what everybody's after. That WBC green strap. That's what every every I fighter. Think, I think I, I don't mind. I don't mind four belts is cool. Four belts is all right. You keep it interesting. You want you want people to you want fighters to. It just have to. Ha it just has to happen often. You want people to say, okay, put your title up. Unify the title. Okay, how the guy fight everybody? You fighting everybody. You unify the title now. You fighting this person. You fighting that person. You doing that. You putting these belts on the line. Show that it ain't about who can hold the belts the longest. There's a lot of money to go around, man. Come on, if you ain't fit to hold it that long. Then give it up. Definitely. Those fans out there who may be basketball fans, take a look at what happened when the NBA acquired the ABA. The ABA had a lot of innovation in the sport at the time. I'm talking about the basketball sport, not uh, American Boxing Association. Uh, the ABA had a lot of innovation at the time, uh, and the NBA took it over, commercialized it, and look what you have today. You have a very popular sport. What I'm saying is, is conversely, that can happen in boxing as well. I think mm -hmm. I think what I'm saying is absolutely correct. There's absolutely too there's there's too much money being put into the what are they call the alphabet, the alphabet, whatever yeah. it's called. You know what I mean? There's just too much money being fed in that direction. Like let's just say, let's just say the three of us put a million dollars on the line and said, who is the world champion? And at the end of the year, a year from now, we determine based on whatever number of victories, number of points, whatever. That guy who wins the million bucks is gonna sit there and go, I'm the world champion. He's not gonna give a shit how many belts he's got. He's he's got a million bucks in his pocket. He says I'm the world champion. No doubt, but they, you know, and, and plus some of these organizations they don't do a lot for the fighters. So uh, if you're collecting all this money for the fighters, then 
Why don't you have a certain type of pension for the fighter? Why don't you uh, have uh, why don't you have any type of insurance for the fighter? It's something health care, health pensions. He, he gets in trouble in the ring, and something happens, and now you know the fighter don't got nothing. He just fucked up. He was a world champion. He paid this organization all this money just to have this belt. It's got to be more more than just a belt. This it this ain't ain't about it ain't all about a fucking belt. It's all about your health. It's all about being taken care of. This is a job that you put your life on the line. You know what I'm talking about? This is serious. So, therefore, with all these organizations taking all these money, WBC, you know, what do you guys got to be proud about? You're not helping boxing. You're not doing this. You're not making anything easier for any of the promoters or anybody. You're just taking the money walking away with it. There was a great story this week that uh, Tyson Fury put it on the line. He said, listen, I may be uh, the biggest, baddest champ in the world right now, but I'll admit, Deontay Wilder probably concussed me in that last fight. So am I really done? I might be done because my health is more important to me right now than a million bucks. So that, that's what it's got to be about. It's bigger than it's bigger than that. You know why? It's just like he wanted to come back and fight. And I know his people is like, for what? You're finished. You're done. Recognize when you're finished and walk away with everything and and, and get your health back together because that's the most important thing, man. See, Carl's like, Carl just dropped a comment saying, isn't it the responsibility of the boxer to invest wisely? Yes. But what if you're one of those boxers that doesn't make a whole lot of money and you're literally living fight to fight to pay your bills and your mortgage and everything? How can you invest if you're using that money to buy diapers and food and pay the mortgage and pay your car and child support and ex-wife and all this kind of crap. There has to be something that these sanctioning bodies are taking a part of that purse and putting it in to an account so that when well, these guys go to retire, when they go to retire, that they can collect some sort of pension to take care of them afterwards with their, you know, their, their bills and, and health care and all that kind of stuff. There should be something in place. I understand it is up to the fighters to do it, but let's be real, man. They're fighters. Well, they're not, look, not, not, that even that, not even that, Mike. The NFL does it. <laughs> Every professional sport does it. You know what I'm saying? So to, to, to put it on top of the fighters, like, come on, really? They could do that. They, they make enough money to do it. Uh, you know, and fighters got to fighters got to get savvy on their own, and 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 you know, get in touch with their managers on a lot of other things as well, because the manager has has a job to do too. So if the manager uh, is doing his job and doesn't doing what he's supposed to do, it it takes a lot of weight off the fighter as well, you know. But far as these boxing, um, far as the the alphabet gang, hey, you know, they have to. I would like for them. To do more, put more into boxing, as far as insurance-wise, like, you know, come up with some plans. You guys make enough money to do that, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's up to the fighter because nowadays you can go to, to if you're a big-time fighter, you, you, I mean, you're making all this money. Hey, why not go to an uh, insurance company, get your insurance, um, get you an insurance plan, and, and dump most of your money in in, in your insurance plan. Then you become your own bank, and whatever you want to take money out of there, that you could take money out of it without the penalties, without none of that, you know. And, and you and the money that you still keep in in in, in the insurance plan, 
hey, it's still it's, it's still accumulating money. You know, mm-hmm. you're still gonna make money, and that's that's like the best way to go. That that I would tell fighters right now uh, what to do. You know, I, I, exactly what I'll tell them. It's your, Carl, it's your insurance plan. Carl made another good point. It is difficult to bring in a pension scheme when you're crossing borders. You know, when you're traveling outside and, you know, international competition, it would be hard. Uh, and he Definitely. says that's, that's what the organization, that's what these body and sanctions should it has make. To, it has to be a do. world, a world organization for like pension. It would have to be like a world pension fund for professional boxing. And honestly, you know, the difference between boxing and other sports, governing bodies are fragmented. Yes, Carl, I agree with you too. They are fragmented too much, too much. This is, it's. It's something that remember Tim has been talking to us about. They've, there's there's plans in you know in the works of trying to start you know a union and 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 a pension fund for boxers that are retired. You know for all these young guys out there, all these young fighters. You know take care of the guys that paved the way for you to make these millions. Remember the fighters back in the day. You know they were getting in the ring. They weren't making 10, 20, 30 million dollars a fight. They're making a couple hundred thousand. You know, and then by the time your manager takes his cut, your promoter takes his cut, your cut man takes his cut, and then, you know, you get your yours, and you're like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Now I got two ex-wives, six kids. I got Bentley car payment. You know, like, there's there's nothing left. There's nothing left. So there's got to be something for these old guys, man, who who literally now can't hold a sentence, you know, can't 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 even fathom what's going on in their mind, you know, being being concussed so much has done so much damage to them that you know they're they're they become useless useless people in society they can't do anything you know they can't rely on their boxing skills that made them the money that they are and you know made them who they are uh they can't rely on that anymore to uh you know start going to a local gym and start teaching and 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 having students pay you know we got to take care of these guys man they paved the way for the young guys we got to take care of them man and i wish that these young guys would get on board and you know Start saying something about it. No doubt. I think it's in the making, so it, it'll happen sooner or later. It will. Yeah, it, it's it going to happen. happen. Yeah. Well, guys, I don't know. You guys want to talk about any more topics? We got fights to watch. I know that. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to get ready to get out of here because I, I got some studying to do. Yes. I have one, I have one quick question for James. I, I saw a Facebook post. About you had some water containers, and you said you had a uh, a, a deal that we're doing. What was that Say all that about? Again. You had some again. water. You you were holding some water bottles. You had some promotional going. Oh, that was yeah. That was at my son's fight. Um, the the uh, Wikia Wikia uh, sponsored me with uh, some water for the event, and I was just doing okay. some promotional stuff with it. And it was at my son's fight, uh, his first uh, debut fight out here in Massachusetts. So uh, uh, he got the win, and um, it, it was Excellent. a good event. <coughs> Excuse me, it was a good event. Excellent. Good, good Excellent. I, I just I just saw the post on Facebook. Thought I'd give you a quick question there. There it is. That's oh, all. It's all good. Not, Not a problem. Nothing serious. Nothing serious. Just want to hear about it. It's all, all right. good. It's all good. You guys get that all day. I just saw. Uh, <laughs> I just we got to get ready. Uh, I, I I must say this: we got to get ready because uh, <clears throat> Mike knows that we got to make some selections for this uh, celebrity making of a champion, and uh, we will be meeting up tomorrow to make some of these decisions. And I'll see you guys later. I'll see you like I'll see you later, Mike. Yes, yes, definitely. We got homework to do. 
plus yeah. a fight today, guys. Guys, don't forget, I 9 know. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Barbosa, Zarilla, check it out. Great fight, man. Starting 9 p.m. What, what, uh, what, 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 what network? I believe that one is um, ESPN mm -hmm. and Fight. Okay. All right. So, cool. Guys, this I one's thought free. Say, I thought you were going to say Mike's, Mike's network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike's network. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for joining me on the Friday night panel. It was a pleasure always. Thank you for everybody who dropped comments. Much love and respect, man. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing it. We got to get to work so you guys don't have to, man. Make sure you join us Sunday, 9.30 for the scorecard with Cedric Ben. Get your cards ready and your explanations. And 4 o'clock, join me and Cedric for the Knockout of the Week Award. Don't be late. We know we're picking it. You know you're going to see it. And, yes, join us next week. Same time, same channel. Friday Night Panel, new topics. What's up, Peace. Cedric? We can't wait to get you on Athletes TV, man. It's That's coming. Right. We're gonna do it, man. I, I gotta say hi to say it. I don't know. I know I, I don't see saying as much, but definitely <laughs> I know, man. All right, guys. Thank you again. If you haven't yet, man, hit up Talking Fight. You know what to do. Hit that subscribe. Whatever platform, man. Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, Spotify, Podbean. You know where you're at. Hit that subscribe. We'll see you next time. Peace. Cheers. Thanks, guys. <laughs>